0: Log Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever and whenever you may be listening to us across the entire globe. It's Tarot Today. That's yeah, right there. Tarot Today. (laughs) That's who we are. (laughs) We're live, me and Mary. Oh, my God. It's Psychic Saturday. Happy Psychic Saturday, Mary. Happy Psychic Saturday.
1: Back here
0: again. We are live video streaming on YouTube. And simulcasting on the Psyche Talk Radio Network. Ah, this is so cool. Uh, And, you know, I I haven't said it in a while, but I still think we're like the only ones doing this. This is so cool. (laughs) You know? I think we are, too.
1: I haven't heard of anyone doing it.
0: Mm. And we've got a a, a phone phone bank. I can't talk. A phone bank of 50 lines so you all can call in. How can they call in?
1: They can call in by using a, a calling device, like a like a phone or a computer, uh, and the number to call is 714-816-4628. There it is. And I can hear from the phone bank in my mind.
0: <laughs> mm.
1: And be sure to press the number 1 on your dial pad because that raises your skinny little alien arm in the air so we can see that you want to be live on the air and ask a question, make a comment, right. share stuff. And also, if you're in the chat room and watching us on YouTube, um, you can ask a question by putting a comment in the comments section there on the live mm-hmm. comment stream and we will get to it as soon as Dak sees it. Yep. And what did they, what should they ask about?
0: In the order in- that they come in, yes. Well, first of all, I want to say you can still call into the show. So like if, if you're watching us on YouTube, call that number, 714-816-4628 and press that one so you get the skinny little hand like Mary said. But if you are listening to us on the radio, maybe you've already called into the show, you can come see us on YouTube. We are Tarot Today Live on YouTube. You know how YouTube does it now. They have the at sign and then the name of the channel. So it's at sign Tarot Today Live. And just pop in the live with us and get into the chat, and you can chat with us and other listeners, viewers. I have to say both now. You know, after doing radio for 13 years, now we're we're doing – television, you know, I mean, I, it's not really television, but you know what I mean. It but it, it still is. It's television. Yeah. yeah. You know. Absolutely. Video. Sure. You know, and you can ask any question you want about anything. You know, this is the official broadcast of the Tarot Guild, so it's kind of like our live uh on-air on camera uh newsletter, you know kind of thing, only it's interactive and you can ask questions about the Tarot Guild, about tarot and numerology in general, uh, the Tarot Guild membership, uh, professional reader certification, you know, anything along those lines, you know, that you have curiosities about, or maybe, you know, you're a new member on the website and, you ha- and you're curious how to navigate around the website, any questions like that. And of course, uh, you can ask for a mini reading right there in the chat or call in. And uh, you don't have to do anything special, like we don't have a list or anything. We take them in the order that they're in the chat. So just write in your question and just leave it there and we'll get to it in order there. So you don't have to spam the chat and you don't have to get on some special list or anything. Just write your specific question in the chat and we'll pull some cards on it. Also, if you just want, like, something general, just say, please pull a card, and we'll do a general message for you. How about that? And, oh, I see uh, Sharona is in there. Sharona Rapsik, she's one of our hosts. She's also on the Tarot Guild staff as well. Sharona's show is actually tomorrow, Magic Universe. Jason is in there all the way from – where is Jason Madrid? Madrid. in Madrid, joining us all the way from – Mm. Mm. Hey, Mary, did you have any weird dreams last night? No, I did
1: not. I slept really
0: soundly.
1: It's cold here now, and I felt like I was hibernating like a bear. What about you? Here in in Tucson,
0: it's just been hot, and then suddenly the last couple of maybe even three nights, I mean, it just suddenly has gotten cool again. I mean, it was like a light switch going on and off, you know, and I'm like, oh, why can't it just be like this all the time? In fact, today there's a lot of wind outside. And although it's probably, I don't know, is it in, I got to look at one of my devices here. It's like, are we 87 degrees? But it feels like 70s, mid 70s out there because of the breeze, you know, but last (laughs) night, oh my God, I had the most intense dreams ever. And, you know, I've been talking about that sometimes on the show, how. I've been having vivid dreams that I don't normally have over like a year now, you know. But last night's was super intense. It was insane. I'm telling you, insane. So today, you know, I'm sitting here, I'm shuffling my deck, you know, getting ready to pull the, the card of the day. When I cut the deck, I always take this card as, I call it the heart of the matter card. So I always get a heart of the matter, and off the top then, I pull the card of the day. Well, Mm -hmm. the Heart of the Matter card, I end up getting the Moon card, which is about dreams and things like that. It's about a lot of different things. But, you know, in this case, right away, you know, and it surprised me. And you would think after several decades of doing tarot, nothing would surprise you anymore. But still things pop up where I'm like, oh, my God. I was just thinking to myself about this dream thing, and I was wondering if other people – are getting these intense dreams. And I think that's why the heart of the matter card came up as the moon. I think other people are having this. And so if you're one of those people, you know, this is the universe trying to tell you something. So it's either either your subconscious mind or your higher self through your subconscious mind is trying to get a message to you. Okay. And then so what's that about? Well, I got the card of the day. The happy family life there, the ten of cups, you know, the ideal house and family and got all those, you know, cups up there. And, you know, that's that's emotional, just fulfillment. Right. And it's interesting because the entire date reduces to a six. Also about the same thing. It's a return to harmony and balance after the chaos of five. But it's also about hearth and home and family and relationships and um uh, family, you know, as far as your extended family, you know, and friends, really close friends, and things along that line and so you know it's achieving you know this is what everybody wants to achieve, right, and I think that that's what the dreams are trying to to tell us also, the day is October seventh, seven is the seeker, so I think today is the perfect day you know that that's that's a number of research of you know looking into things so If you're lucky enough to remember your dream, remember some of the details, maybe you wrote it down, you know, you keep a notepad by your your, uh, bed on the night table, you write it down as soon as you wake up, you know, no matter how crazy it is. I mean, if your dream was, you know, it was the most insane, you know, like I could never do that kind of thing. Still, go ahead and do the research, look into it, you know. Go on YouTube, start watching videos and just research, 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 you know, however you want to do it. You know, YouTube is just one way, but it's the the second most uh, visited website and search engine in the world, owned by the number one search engine, Google, right? You know, so, you know, Google things, uh, search in YouTube, go to Udemy. You know, maybe there's a course about what it was that came up in your dreams. You know, because uh, they have all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff, and I think that's what's going on with the dream thing, Mary. What'd you get for your cards today?
1: That's interesting. Well, I pulled a card from the um, the deck I'm using today, the Pre-Raphaelite tarot um, from Ooh. Los Garbeo, came out a few years ago, and the tarot card I got is the King of Cups.
0: Oh, that's a nice one. I like that.
1: And uh oh, this deck is beautiful. I love it. And then I also pulled a card from the Lyran Oracle, the
0: fifth dimensional being. Fifth dimension. I always forget how to say it.
1: <laughs> and the card I got for that is beautiful too. It's um the card of card number forty four. Um uh, and it's about galactic victory rebirth full potential and so to me the message with these two cards together is one if you're in a position of leadership this is a reminder with that king of cups to lead with compassion okay um also together you know what popped into my head is uh Richard the Lionheart you know king oh, yeah, Richard of course the first so I don't know, maybe research that, Google him, look on Wikipedia. Maybe there's something in there that connects to people who are listening today. Um, but also, you know, this idea of of reaching for our full potential mm. and leading with compassion. And I, And I feel like, you know, part of it needs to be compassion for oneself if we feel like we've fallen short of reaching our full potential. Right, yeah. you know, and also kind of ties in with what you were saying. Like, do the research. Look for ways to achieve your dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, to
0: realize
1: your potential. Ten of cups.
0: That, yeah, that's but, really a representation of full potential, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Right. Mm. So that's what I got.
0: Awesome sauce. Okay, I'm gonna shuffle a little bit here. So, that's so Mary. Um, Anything exciting happen this week?
1: Yes, something really exciting happened. That's my excited look. (laughs) I got (laughs) Tiro Marchetti's newest and his very last deck, the Voice and Vision Tarot. And I got that today. It comes with a scroll. These little things pull, pull out. And you download a free app that you can point at these images, and it places on the scroll and at the major arcana cards. And um, a video uh, that he created pops up and plays. And, I mean, he got, you know, professional voiceover on these videos, beautiful, beautiful animation. These are the cards. Look at the back design. Now, I did a walk. Well, I did an unboxing video that you can find on the Tarot Guild website in the video archive. I've done a couple of stories um, that I posted in the Tarot Guild um, Facebook group. If you haven't joined that, join our Facebook group. And you can see those and, you know, posted a reel that's like a sped-up walkthrough and a sped-up version of, of the unboxing as well, and a full review will be coming in the in the next couple of days. Oh, and good, will good. Also be available on the Tarot Guild website as well. But this is really, really, really special for me. It's The first time um, show the
0: box again. Cause it's- yeah,
1: it's the first time that I've ever contributed to a guidebook for a tarot deck. Yeah, and Mary
0: in the guidebook. Oh my God.
1: I got to write the meetings for um seven different cards
0: mm.
1: and basically um Chiro chose like different tarot readers. Um you know, some the names below my mind, you know, like Lynn from US Games, Christiana God, you know, wow, you know, contributed to this deck as well. And we all were given sort of the assignment of for each card to React to the imagery in the card. The imagery in these cards, non-traditional, but really fits with the meaning of the cards. And the idea really is for anyone who gets the deck to feel free to interpret it on your own. React to the imagery. What do you see? What does it mean to you? And Mm. then the – so we wrote a paragraph of that of just a reaction to the imagery in each card that we were assigned. Um, And – Then a paragraph in the voice of a character or an object in the card and write as that character or object any message for the reader. So it was really creative and exciting, you know, project to participate in. And I was thrilled about the cards I got to write about. I got to write about the cherry card and the strength card. Oh, that's a good one. And the three of wands, and the nine of wands, and the five of swords, and there were seven all together. Oh, the four of cups. So it was just really, really fun.
0: Wow, that's intense. And you know, I think wow. this is his fifth last deck. And <laughs>
1: it's kind of like share. It
0: it's kind of like share this like... Why- eighth final tour that I've never done. <laughs>
1: he's, he's the sheriff. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think he means it this time. I think yeah. his wife wants him back. <laughs> you know, it's like, yes. okay. Uh, uh, I, th- I think know. it's going
0: to create a void. And this is a great place for some people to jump in, especially folks that do, you know, the same kind of, um, you know, it's, Sort of it's tricky.
1: Art, I was, I was, art. Yeah. Mystical I was digital think,
0: art. Who else does look, that? But, you know.
1: Anybody can do digital art. But what we're losing with this, and, you know, and also recently, you know, he's the best-selling tarot deck creator for Llewellyn and mm-hmm. possibly U.S. Games as well. And recently Llewellyn, you know, um, put him in their Hall of Fame, you know, right there with Carl, you know, Mm
0: -hmm. right
1: there with like Scott Cunningham, the biggest, you know, most amazing names. And I've been thinking about that a bit. You know, what are we losing uh, as a tarot community when we, when we lose Chiro who's created these amazing decks and so many of them. And the thing is, is like, there's a lot of digital digital artists out there. There's a lot of deck illustrators. There's a lot of authors. There's a lot mm-hmm. of deck creators. lot, you know. But he has this really unique insight that mm-hmm. I think that I think you can only have if you if you have the breadth of experience and knowledge like that. I mean, because we think of it like okay, deck creator, you know. We have deck creators and authors on our shows. And, you know, we're used to talking to them, but I don't, I don't have anybody I can think of that compares to him far as, you know, the body of work and also the knowledge. I mean, it's remarkable. We think of ourselves, right, you know, as tarot experts and we are, but we don't, we, we, we haven't been all over the world like he has at these tarot conferences yeah. and seeing everything there and, and taking it in as a vendor or as a presenter. um, He just really, really has this depth of knowledge. And so I feel like it is a void for sure. And I, I don't think of it. I can't think of anybody to conceal fill it,
0: mm-hmm. you know? I mean, when we started in tarot, there wasn't all that many decks. And as time went on, More and more decks started coming out, but I never really connected with anything until I saw the first Chiro deck that I ever saw, you know, and it was just instantly, oh, yeah, that is my thing, you know. And it doesn't appeal to everybody, but, you know, uh, there's a certain segment of the tarot um, community that it just fulfills something, you know. I I like spectacular – I can't talk – spectacularly crisp images, you know, and just um, he he has a very specific style, which I've been able to watch get, you know, grow and change and get better and better, but it always stayed with this particular style, so to speak. And um, nobody else really does that. I mean, yes, there's lots of digital artists, there's lots of artists in general, you know, uh, illustrators, mm-hmm. uh comic and um realistic and so forth like that, but his is just particular. And oh yeah. So I think that with him leaving that like I said, it creates a void. I think that uh yes, you don't have anybody that has the the depth of knowledge, but I think it's also an opportunity for somebody that has a I don't want to say a similar style, but you know, something in in that realm to, like, start Mm. out some decks, you know? I mean, I would like to see more. I'm actually surprised over the decades that we haven't seen more similar, at least, to his decks. We really haven't. I mean, he's so, it's so unique, you know? And I, you know, it's my favorite art and I'd like to see more of it. Well, you
1: know, in the first, like, you know new deck that i bought was his gilded tarot and it was because the art mm-hmm. spoke to me you know i see it as magic realism you know yes. which is which is a genre of art and i'm a big fan of michael parks's work who's a magic realist artist who's really successful um his prints you know a lot of people have seen his prints probably but i had thought you know like oh it'd be so cool if michael parks would make a tarot deck Mm-hmm. And then I saw Chiro's work, and I'm like, "Okay, wow, here's a magic realist right there." Right. And I don't know if he thinks of himself that way, um, but that—that's how I interpreted, you know, the—the the style or the genre of of art that he creates. You know, to me, it really just had those elements of magic realism, and, and it's one of my favorite um, genres of art.
0: Mm. So I have not seen the full deck, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. You'll uh,
1: see it soon.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see what he did because I have no idea where you go from where he was because he's he's done so many decks and yeah. all kinds of images. I can't imagine what he could top himself with, you know,
1: he i think he really really topped himself with this deck and let me show you one of the cards that i that i wrote about and i and i just like the idea of how he did it and that, that is the four cups you know and traditionally you know we think of a you know well, let me <laughs> let me just pull out the four cups the traditional one right here um yeah so look you know this is like well, this is from the um, centennial edition of the Smith Waite Tarot deck. The work, you know, there's the four cups that we're used to seeing. Right. The weird hand reaching out, the guy who knows what the guy's doing, and there's cups, and we think of it as a card of like missing what's being offered to you, or apathy, or not non-interest, or even like being distracted, daydreaming, that kind of thing. But I mean, I think for the all those meanings we. We really have to work at it sometimes. And a lot of times, because everything's been written over mm. and over and over again, we just get those meanings when we get a guidebook that goes with the deck. Here's his four of cups. And you see mm. the cups shaped in the tree. And you see, like, the, the expression on her face. I mean, and it's just like you get the sense, to me, I got the sense of, like, wanting more, which is another meaning of the... For a cuss, but also, you know, it fits with those other ideas, too, not seeing what you already have, maybe, what's surrounding you and just being kind of, like, carried away. And you see this, the cardinal, you know, over there, so that idea of, like, a flight yeah. of fancy, even. But, you know, he did this in a way that it really left it open to the reader to interpret And I think the, there's so much emotion in the characters in this deck that you can also get a sense of, of that too. Mm. You know, and I, I just think I, I think he really outdid himself. I think this is a masterpiece. I think it's a swan song, (laughs) you know, as it goes out the door, going out with a bang with this digital aspect too, which is so modern. Um, well,
0: I got something about that card I want to ask you, but yeah. also, but also, uh, is this being mass produced by Llewellyn?
1: I don't know. I don't right now. I wonder now who the publisher is, is. is or is he self publishing? Uh, he's self publishing, and it's available on chiromcketty dot com, his website. Oh. Um, I'm gonna have to get what, it. What'll happen afterwards? You know, I would think. I mean, I I would think that they would be. Fighting over it because you also have Lynn from U.S. Games that contributed to this deck, mm. you know, too. So oh, I, oh yeah, I would think that you know, and you know, Llewellyn and and U.S. Games both, you know, have published a lot of his decks, you know. So it, it's maybe they might be jockeying for that. Maybe he'll start a bidding war. That would be awesome to go. Wouldn't out that, that be way. great? Yeah.
0: uh definitely a rare thing in publishing but I yeah. that uh fourth cups uh what it looked like to me was the the new fourth cup up in the air wasn't yeah. really, wasn't really fully formed and was being formed by the the tree branches, yeah, you know and there's just something ethereal about that, and she's kind of looking up not quite looking right at it but it's almost like okay this fourth um opportunity or fourth thing is being formed in her mind you know yeah which is really how manifestation really happens you know and uh that's a really unique take on it where as you showed with the waite smith version the fourth cup is being Thrust it out you know from the cloud with the uh, disembodied hand. It's, yeah. full, it's fully formed, but it's off on the right you know of the person. He doesn't see it at all, whereas in this one, it's being formed, which I love that difference there. Yeah, mm.
1: yeah, but there's like a lot of that I mean, just really kind of creative um, concepts in, in these cards. Um, and I just, I don't, I, you know, it's kind of a, a thing, you know, like so many decks, right? We, we refer to them as, uh, like right away Smith clones, right? Yeah. You know, because like you even have like the exact same body positions, the exact same imagery, only maybe it's all unicorns doing it, you know, or maybe it's, (laughs) maybe it's all. You know something. You know that is the theme of the deck, but still, they kind of they didn't mm. move away from, you know, the positions of everything. So I, and then you have decks that completely move away, and you're like, what? What is this?
0: What do I? What do yeah, I do with this? <laughs> I Can't even read with that. You know.
1: Yeah, um, and he really threaded the needle between that real originality and also tradition. And I don't know anyone else that, that's really done that so well. There are some for sure, you know, um, but I can't think of them right now.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I don't mind if they really stick to the exact detail and don't miss anything from the weight smith, but just make it look prettier. And that's perfectly fine, you know, cloning it and i don't mind the um the, the the opposite of that where where they are trying to reinterpret but very few people unlike chiro you know very few people actually really get the yeah. meaning in the new whatever the new illustration is They rarely get, maybe in one or two cards, but they don't get the the whole deck like Chiro does, you know, and that's what I really like is, you know, where you're not getting so far afield that it has no relation to any traditional meaning or concept of the card or spectrum of meaning or anything. You know, Chiro always kept that even if the card diverged, you know, greatly from the clone imaging, you know, like Wait Smith versions yeah uh, yeah uh i always like the uh you know for a clone version the um los garbeo universal tarot that is identical just completely different you know it's you know i i like the the images better than than the the smith version you know they're just nicer to me but it's the exact same thing the exact same positioning it's a great take you know and that's going back decades there With just that one yeah so oh let's check in the chat and we've got a few callers on the line remember to give us a ring we're going to go to phone call 714-816-4628 in the chat charlotte's jumped in there hi charlotte
1: hey charlotte
0: yeah and jason said when we were talking about the dreams he said uh speaking of Jason, have you had any strange dreams last night? Ha 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 ha. ha. It's, and you know, it's like it's not the strange dreams, it, it's just that Jason is strange. Yes.
1: Yeah. And
0: uh, I'm just kidding. But you
1: thought of Jason.
0: We love Jason. So Andrea popped in there to let's see. Oh, Andrea's asking, "What does spirit want me to know about my relationship with her Leo boyfriend, and she's an Aries. Uh, Is he hiding something from me? Oh, okay. Well, Mm. I'm going to pull some cards real quick. You know, is he hiding something? Um, hmm. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Wow, these are all really good cards. But... If I take – this is the funny thing. With, with I'm going to be doing a workshop on this yes-no spread, and this is the funny thing about this is the information, you know, when I look at the information, wow, we're talking, you know, the Hierophant, the Ten of Pentacles, Justice, the Sun card, Two of Pentacles, um, you know, uh, but most of them with the sun and everything, you know, it looks really good for a relationship. But they're all yes cards. So when and my question that I asked before I pull the cards was, you know, is uh, is he hiding something? And yeah, this is a big, giant, resounding. Yeah, he's hiding something. Now, that doesn't mean it's, you know, the other woman or, you know, something along those lines. In fact, the part of the matter card here is the two of pentacles, you know, juggling those finances and stuff like that. I think it has something to do with that, and um, maybe he doesn't want to talk about it right now, or doesn't feel like it's the right time, um, or m- might feel like you know you wouldn't even be interested in it because it's you know mundane difficulties with you know uh, the material realm, you know, and dealing with uh, finances and juggling payments and career maybe and things along those lines but the rest of the cards are great you know Mm. so don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, you know but what'd you get mary maybe you have more more insight than i do
1: well i don't know about that but yeah you know look underneath everything underlying everything uh is the seven of swords so hiding something sure yep Yep. um but it's right underneath the magician card. Mm. So I feel like, um and then the other cards are great. Kind of like with you, the ace of cups and knight of cups, you know, I, I, I don't think it has to do with the relationship, you know, kind of like what you're saying. I think it does have to do with like, maybe what he wants to do, what he wants to create, what he wants to manifest, you know, as far as, you know, what he would really like the direction of his life to be in. But, you know, look, Everybody's always hiding something from everyone. We're entitled to our innermost thoughts and our dreams and our goals and everything. And in relationships, boyfriend, girlfriend relationships, you know, a lot of times, you know, we're we're careful. And sometimes we're too careful where we think, like, the other person doesn't want to hear that or they may be opposed to it or it's not interesting to them or has nothing to do with them. So we don't tell them. And yeah. that's our prerogative in any relationship. You can't control somebody's mind and what they have to tell you mm. and all of that. So just keep that in mind. You're entitled to, you know, your own privacy of um, things just like he is.
0: Andrea might just be very intuitive about that. Of course, you know, when yeah, we... Very much up, so. And when we pick up on something like that, Mary, we always jump to... Notice we always jump to the worst possible, you know, conclusion. And it could be as simple as, you know, I tell a lot of my clients that, you know, when they have a big dream or something like that, uh, depending on the circumstance and what's coming up in the cards, you know, I tell them, don't tell everybody what you're going for. You know, yeah. uh, you're, you're going to end up, you know, they're going to throw out uh, all the negative thought patterns and, you know, a lot of people don't want us to grow and get more successful because then we're more successful than they are, you know, kind of thing. And, you know, and they see you a certain way and they're going to say, Oh yeah, Mary, you could never do that. You know, (laughs) you know, so in a lot of cases don't tell anybody unless they're specifically working on the project with you and helping you out, you know, and that includes our, our most closest, friends or even romantic interests, you know?
1: Yeah. And, and with a magician card, you know, sometimes when we want to manifest something and we want to make it happen and we know we have the tools to do it. Sometimes we don't want to jinx it by talking about it. Yeah. We rather like achieve it and then say, look, I did this, honey. Instead of I want to do this or I'm thinking about doing this, you know, because then all our self-doubt is magnified by, The doubts are the unsolicited advice from everybody
0: else. And so it can
1: throw us off track.
0: (laughs) So Andrea says, okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good. All right.
0: So, oh, my gosh, the phone lines are filling up like you would not believe. Let's take a phone call. Uh, Let's do
1: it.
0: Who's been waiting the longest? It looks like area code 610. Caller, are you there? 610, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello, 610. My switchboard's doing the same thing as last week, Mary, where I'm getting a lot of, you know, circles that keep spinning. Yeah. Okay. The mic is live. Area code 610. Are you there? Going once. Going twice. Okay. We're going to move on to the next line. He's been waiting the longest, and that's area code 310. Caller sure. 310, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Vince. I'm calling from New York. Hi Vince. Hi. Hey. So I was just got. What do to talk about? Question. Well, I just I wanted to find out um. So on Monday I keep getting turned down from all these jobs. I've had like seven, eight different interviews, either on phone or in person, or online, and again, and I mm. keep getting turned down. Saying we're going with somebody else. So Monday I have a job interview with Ocean Spray, and then um. And I'm also waiting to hear from dairy company that um, that an employment agency um, um, forwarded all my information to the hiring manager. And I should know either by Monday or Tuesday if they're going to bring me in for an in-person interview. So I'm wondering if you know, either one of these does it going to pan out or if something else is coming my way. You're up first, Mary. So you want to see if one of these things is
1: going to pan
0: out. Okay. Yeah. we got a job on the horizon horizon
1: for you. Yeah. Okay. And looking at this, you know, the the first thing I get is the Hierophant card. You know, it's like really basic. Like, have faith about this. Um, And, man, it looks good. Um, Page of Swords comes up here. You know, so that's you interviewing and talking to people and stuff. You have the King of Pentacles, probably the decision maker in it. And in the end. This is great. We have the Six of Pentacles. It's like you're given a chance. Somebody gives you a chance. Somebody gives you a job. Somebody makes it happen, and we end up in this Two of Cups, like feeling of harmony finally about this. So this looks really good to me. Um, that Two of Cups may maybe, and it just popped into my head. I, I don't know why, but it may be signaling that the second one that you do uh is the one that really where they give you a shot but let's see what dax is getting
0: it's funny that you said that with the second because i got a two card as well the the high priestess but uh when i cut the deck the heart of the matter was the the three of uh, wands literally your ship is coming in that looks great and then mm-hmm. you know really positive cards like i've got major arcana cars that are yes yes um and then one little uh card of advice the full card don't be afraid to take chances it's saying you know just okay. go for certain thing. even if you think even if you think no i i can't do that or you know which is a theme today i was talking about that you know the numerology and the cards of the day you know just uh you may think that that's like out of your realm something you don't normally do uh beyond your skill level whatever uh The tarot is saying go for it. So I hope that helped you out, Ben. Thanks for calling. Thank thank you. Yep, good luck on that. Call us back. Let us know what happened. I'm going to go back. Yeah, I think I'm going to try that 610 number again because they weren't ready. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Are you there, 610? Yes, I'm here. What's your name, hon? Where are you calling from? Yeah, um my name is um Sarah. I'm Sarah? from Pennsylvania. From PA when Pennsylvania. Dun, dun, dun. That's our home state. Me and Mary. What do you want to talk about? Um I just um wanted to ask a question about my relationship. Um, okay. I just wanted to see um what you're picking up you know as far as anything concerning my relationship um
1: do you see the relationship continuing or do you see you know mm. issues in a relationship and yep. mm
0: well you know sarah it's a big fat yes on that big big fat yes okay so yeah, the card yeah, of the day we'll today yes yeah, sarah listen Card of the day today was the Ten of Cups. It came up in your reading. You know, this card is all about family, you know, and idyllic home life and things like that. And along with it, the Two of Cups, you know, one of the ultimate relationship cards in the deck. I mean, this is looking really, really good. Um, The tarot has some advice here. There's the Two of Swords comes up, which is about either being unwilling or unable to make some kind of a decision. There's like uh, a couple of different paths you can go down, all right? And so uh, the tarot is saying, you know, whether it's a decision you need to make or the other party needs to make, whoever it is, you know, make the decision already, okay? You got to decide, and um, there, there could be something specific where there's two paths, If you can't think of anything, it could just be that Deck is hinting at you need to actually decide for the relationship. You know, be fully committed. You need to go for it kind of thing. But, yeah, this is looking really good. Um, And for him, I get the King of Wands. Very passionate, ready to go for it, passionate on the relationship. I I think it, it could be. It's a her. It's a female. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Gender doesn't matter when the cards come up. You know, it's talking about somebody that is, you know, mature and and has a, a very passionate outlook on things. But let's see what Mary's getting. She might have, you know, more advice, mm-hmm. something different.
1: Well, you know, I, I feel like the relationship absolutely can continue. You know, the the final card that comes out in the outcome position is the Hierophant card. You know, and that, if that is a card of commitment. Um, and it comes up in the, what I consider the future position. So it may be kind of like, okay, we see more of a commitment from your partner, you know, yet to come. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that might be why you're questioning things. Uh, right at the center, though, is the high priestess. So I feel like there's a lot of things that are unsaid right now. And that may be also part of why you're wondering. And then underneath everything, the eight of pentacles, like relationships take work. We have to make an effort, an effort on both parts, right? Um, And then the other cards, the king of pentacles, the knight of pentacles, with this eight of pentacles Mm. and these two majors, I'm not getting any cups cards. So I feel like we need to bring that into the fold a little bit more, that emotional connectivity, that emotional connection between the two of you and sharing of feelings. I don't get any cards of communication either, so... Maybe the focus is more on practical matters, and it maybe feels like, okay, you know, what's happening with the relationship? But but I feel like it definitely can continue, but we have to make an effort, and we need to communicate about how we're feeling about it. I mean, it's a serious question if you're asking, is the relationship going to continue? And are are you keeping that to yourself? Are you able to, like, express that? You know, those are some things
0: to think about. But, but thanks so much for calling us.
1: Yeah,
0: I, yeah. Help. I was getting a lot of cups cards, but I was getting that two of swords, and I just think it just feels more and more to me like like it's you know making the decision to go for it instead of questioning it. And and, yeah. and you know the the king of uh, the king of wands with the that passionate fiery energy, you know, rekindling that, focusing on that. And anyway. yeah. yeah, so thanks again for the call. Oh, before we uh, take some more calls here. Oh, we got Viv- Vivian, Vivian Rose. Howdy. Hmm? She's in the chat now. Foxy Empress just popped in the chat as well. That's a great name. Thanks for joining us. Yes. Foxy Empress. Why don't Ooh. we have cool names like that? You know, I, I mean, know. I well, know you have pterodactyl, person. which is kind of fun. I like the pterodactyl. A uh, weird
1: prehistoric bird.
0: And she's got an interesting question. So we'll come to Foxy's question. They're chatting amongst themselves. You know, Jason said hi. Viv- Viviane is saying hi back to Jason, blah, blah, blah. Uh Meanwhile, you know, I'm on Chiro's website l- looking up the Voice and Vision Tarot because I want to see how much I have to pre-order this thing for. You know, it's like oh, $75 USD. You know, yeah. I think it's definitely worth it, especially if he's self-publishing this. You know, this is, yeah. so therefore it is a artist deck, you know, when they self-publish and yeah. you know, it's worth the money. Oh my God, there's like, what's that scroll? There's all kinds of cool Yeah. Let
1: there's me, a scroll, there's a digital component to it. This
0: is wow. I'm going to grab the URL and I'm going to put the link into the chat there for everybody. And it's like awesome. uh, Marchetti.com, folks um and he said it
1: represents like basically like 2400 hours of work
0: yes yes i'm really curious about i don't the voice and the vision yeah like where did he come up with that title that's different
1: yeah Yeah. because that's that's what the what what the book is you know it's like the all the meanings in the guidebook you know we wrote in response to the imagery so the vision and then we wrote in the voice as one of the characters in the card or an object in the mm. card. Like I wrote about the three of wands and wrote in the voice of the rock that the guy is standing on.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: And for the four cups, I wrote in the voice of the cup in the tree.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I I love that. I love that. Well, before we, Uh, answer any more questions in the chat or take any phone calls Uh, short, brief um, Mm -hmm. commercial announcements what's coming up with the Tarot Guild and everything like that first of all, I want to let everybody know to tune in tomorrow Sunday, October 8th for Sharona Rapsik's Magic Universe and it's just going to be Sharona tomorrow, I believe Sharona, tell me in the chat, is that right? I think it's just Sharona and she's gonna be using tarot, but uh connecting with spirit guides, ancestors and loved ones, tarot messages from heaven. How about that, Mary?
1: I wanna call in. Me too. I want
0: yeah, and I guess she's doing it with the tarot, which is really cool. By the way, topic. we've been toying around with um you know how we do our simulcasts? We've been toying around with simulcasting some of the psychic talk radio shows especially if they have something to do with tarot, on the Tarot Today YouTube channel. So oh, that'd be
1: awesome. Yes.
0: So you, you can join me tomorrow in the chat room on the Tarot Today Live YouTube channel because we will be simulcasting not just uh, on Blog Talk Radio through the Psychic Talk Radio Network with Magic Universe but also we'll be broadcasting the radio with, a, uh, you know, it's video too on YouTube. So we'll have a nice video going in the background there, you know, something to keep the eyes right going. And, you know, you can join me in the chat, listen to the show with me right here on our YouTube channel. In fact, I want to do that. Yeah. If you go to the main page, you'll see Tarot Messages from Heaven. It's a nice blue uh banner just click on that and you can get notified and everything and join us so that's what's going on tomorrow and then we have other things going on tomorrow but first i want to mention uh you know i i said we are the official broadcast of the tarot guild yeah we're now in our 19th year and we're about to like within weeks within days when halloween pops up it's going to be our 19th anniversary And we're going into our 20th year of the Tarot Guild. Woo-hoo! So we also have the world's only tarot social media networking platform. It's like Facebook for Tarot, right? It's thetarotguild.com. Go over there, and whether you're on a phone or handheld device, pad, or laptop, desktop, go to thetarotguild.com. And at the top of any page, click sign up, and you can sign up. For the website for free and have access to all of the features of the website, just like Facebook, right? Only none of the negative stuff. (laughs) We also have uh, a membership. In fact, it's less than the cost of a latte a month. I think it's like comes out to like three ninety one a month or something like that. It's forty seven dollars a year, and you get access to all of our live Q and A's, live workshops, panel discussions. You get your uh, membership, obviously, access to the uh, premium members group, uh, your membership certificate, and you can apply for certification, and uh, you get a $100 discount off my course. Lots of goodies as a member, but you know one of the big things is that a lot of the other organizations don't do it. And by the way, they're charging $75 a year, and we're charging 47 What they don't do is constant live Q&A's, live workshops, and panel discussions, and you get access to not only join us live, but all of the recordings of those, as well as our archive. We've got a lot in archive, Mary. I mean, it is just, wow. It's really building up. It's very exciting. And you can join for just, like I said, less than the cost of a latte. And then, in fact, go do that today because then you can join us for our... Panel discussion and Q&A tomorrow, Sunday, October 8th, right after Sharona's show, 1 p.m. Los Angeles time, 4 p.m. New York City time, 9 p.m. London, and it's going to be on the court cards. Court cards demystified, and it's a panel discussion with the entire Tarot Guild panel. I mean, Tarot Guild staff members are going to be the panel, and uh, we're going to hold a Q&A at the end. You can ask all the questions you want about court cards, but a lot of people have Trouble with those court cards, so uh, we're going to have a panel discussion and get everybody's point of view and how they work with court card. It's going to be a lot of great information, especially if you're struggling with those, and uh, you know a lot of people do. A lot of people do. And I also want to invite you to come over to thetarogil.com forward slash live, or if you're already on the website in the navigation, click Tarot Today Live. Okay, And on that page, uh, you can buy Mary and I a cup of coffee. It's our tip jar right there at the top. You'll also find buttons to message us between shows. Maybe you have ideas for shows or people you'd like to hear interviewed or topics to cover, things like that. And you can also book readings with us. If you like how we do our tag team readings here on the show... We only have a, a few minutes we can spend with you, but you can book a tag team reading for 30 minutes, private session, ninety nine ninety nine. You get both of us. You can also book individual private readings with either myself or Mary. Just message us with those message buttons. Say you want to book a reading, and it's just uh, $44.44. It's a special just for our viewers and listeners. Again, that's thetarotguild.com forward slash live. So that's all the announcements so far. Awesome. And uh, let's see here. Still a ton of phone calls. Wow. If we don't get to your phone call today, <laughs> I'm just going to say right now, call Sharona tomorrow. Same bad time, same bat channel, same phone number, 714-816-4628. Write that down. Because if we don't get your call, you can call in and talk to Sharona. Get get in on the lines early. The phone line's open 15 minutes before the show. Okay, so let's see. Uh, yeah, there was a, that question from Foxy Empress, Mary. Mm. Uh, why do I attract guys that I'm not attracted to but have the traits that I want? Why mm. can't I find a guy or why can't I have a guy that's what I'm attracted to, and has the traits. Well, you know, that's the thing.
1: (laughs) I think you go first.
0: This is not a perfect world, folks. You know, you can't have everything you want, you know. Uh, Personally, I'd rather go with the traits, you, you know, than necessarily the looks, because believe me, as time goes on, not only do looks fade, but even taking that out of the equation, Mary, just as time goes on, it just, it becomes less and less of a thing. Less and less of a thing. Okay, let's see. So what's going on in the cards here? Okay. <laughs> the card of the day, the heart of the matter came up. The moon card. I was wondering if it was going to show up in any of the readings today. I always like that because like I. I shuffle the heart of the matter card and the card of the day back into the deck and see if they pop up, you know? So what's going on with your dreams? That's my big question for you, Viv. Or um, no, um, that's Vivian. Uh, it's, it's Foxy. Foxy. And Chris. Foxy the, sorry, Foxy. So Foxy, what's going on with your dreams there? What are you focused on? You know, I think that is the key for everything. I don't care if you're job hunting or man hunting. You know, it's we attract in what we focus on. So, you know, you have a strong focus on those, um, those traits that you want to find and you, and you keep finding them, you know, the universe is giving you what you want. You have a focus on that. And these guys keep showing up and they have all the traits that you're looking for. And the universe is going. What? That's what you want. You ask for the traits. I'm, hello. You know, you're getting what you're focusing on, you know. So if you're not getting the, like, the physical traits, maybe you need to add them in the list as a trait. Ah. Hmm. So, you know, what I'm getting is that you could be doing this consciously, or maybe you're doing it more subconsciously. Yeah, that's why the moon card came up. Where what you're doing is you're separating those things into two different things. And because it's happening to you, because you're, you're getting the guys with the traits that you're looking for, but not the type of guy or physically what you're looking for, you're noticing the difference, you're noticing the lack, and you're attracting more of what you don't want physically, but still getting the traits. So now you've got to recognize that and you're going to reconcile that you got to put the two things together, create a a visualization where the person looks a certain way, is the type of guy you want, but also has all the, the great traits that you're looking for too, all in one package, and be able to visualize that and start attracting that whole thing in. It's the fact that you are noticing the difference and the lack of getting the guy the way you want him. That's why you're attracting that in. So, let's see what Mary's getting. Maybe she's got some more interesting insight here.
1: Well, it's interesting. You know, in the the past position, I got the Fool card, Mm -hmm. you know. So, I I feel like you're still on the journey. You haven't found the Mm -hmm. one or the the one that you really like, you know. And I get that Page of Pentacles. There's more to learn here. The central focus card is the nine of wands. It's like maybe we're trying too hard or there's more work to be done. The six of swords underneath that, to me, that's a card of healing. Maybe there's some healing that that needs to happen as well. And then we end with the two of pentacles, you know, so hmm. that back and forth, the difference yeah. between the traits, the attraction, blah, blah, blah. You know what bothers me about this and what bothers me about the question Where's the love, baby? Where is the love? Where's mm. No cups cards at all here. Yeah, neither. Fall in love, honey. Mm. You look at somebody through the eyes of love and like, there's the attraction. You could be attracted to people. You know, what? What you know, What's your idea of attraction? You know, like... Javier Bardem, you know, (laughs) when I think of like, you know, it it was a Pentagon of attraction. You know, everybody has their own idea of it.
0: Some women like
1: long-haired men. Some people like short-haired men. Some like a mustache. Some don't. Somebody wants them tall, dark, and handsome. Some wants them like short and fat and cuddly. You know, whatever it is, you know, that is just, you know, it's like a chemical reaction. Mm. Find the love. You fall in love with somebody and all of a sudden the attraction is there and the traits are there. Now the problem with falling in love is sometimes we make excuses for lacking certain traits that we really, really do, you know, want in a in a person. So you gotta be careful with that too, but take that leap of faith that the fool indicates, just jump in and allow yourself to fall in love with someone. And that'll solve your attraction problem. And since you're getting all the men that have the traits that you want,
0: yeah. then you're
1: in good shape. You just need to open yourself. Open up to it. Allow it to to happen. Allow someone to really, like, spark those feelings, the emotions, the emotional connection.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, and the interesting thing is, is that uh, usually guys have a lot more trouble than women with this. Women Hmm. are are more able to find an attraction that is not necessarily completely connected with physical looks because, you know, there's a lot more to the person than that. But uh, just real quickly, I also wanted to uh, let Foxy know that – and maybe it's all in in the title there, you know, Foxy Empress. (laughs) Anyway – but, Foxy, you know, uh, you, you mentioned the word reconcile. Reconcile these two versions of, the, of you know, the, the the one with the physical looks and the one with, with the traits, okay, and create a visualization where you blend them together. When I say visualization, I am not talking about just what things look like. You know, when I say visualization, I'm talking about a five-sensory, full, in-depth, three 3D visualization, which includes you know, everything about, you know, this guy's mannerisms, what you guys do together, how he treats you, all the traits you're looking for, and what he physically looks like, what he sounds like, smells like, tastes like. I mean, all five senses, folks. This is what you should do, Foxy. Create that visualization, merge the things together, and you might start attracting that. Okay, I hope that helped you out, and we're going to jump back to the phone lines because we still got a gazillion calls here and let's and the
1: show's over. over
0: yeah let's try to get at least one in here uh 619 caller are you there area code 619 what's your name yes, where are you I calling have... from I'm uh, steve in california hi steve in california hi hi um i've been having this recurring dream for a few years i keep seeing cats or a cat and sometimes i see it in meditation and it's happening more frequently with more urgency. So I'm just wondering what message am I supposed to be getting from this? Mm-hmm. And you're up first, Mary. What What is Steve's, Steve's message here? It's really interesting, too, because that was, that was the focus of the cards of the day. Our yeah, dreams, I, 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 I would plan yeah, planned to ask that even before I knew the topic, too. Yeah, that is so cool. Talk about synchronicity, right? Wow.
1: And I just realized I have a cat deck with the uh, lion, fifth dimensional beings. they feline. And, uh, there you go. <laughs> let's see what comes up. What is the message here? Slow down. Slow down. Recharge. Take a break. That's the message that comes up in this card of peace. Um you know, and I'm and I'm looking at you know. I just pulled some tarot cards, not so much, just because there are cats in some of our tarot cards as well. And the only cat I got had to do with the two of cups. Oh. And so that's interesting. You know, you don't have to answer now, but you know, think about that. You know, do you need to recharge? You know, it, it, are your dreams? You know, is the cat saying like, hey? You know. Take it easy, man. You know how cats like sort of slink around and they don't look like they're all freaked out and in a hurry and they're not super busy. I mean, they do what they want in their own way when they wanna do it, right? Um, mm-hmm. and with the only cat feline energy and the tarot coming up as the two of cups does this have to do with relationships and that and again, you know, being in harmony. Um mm. Those are some things to think about, but let's see what Dax is
0: getting. Hmm. So what's the cat doing? Is the cat doing anything? No, not really. I just, I just sometimes I see two together or one together. Yeah. One by himself, I mean. Well, you know, cats are cats are indicative of like dominance, and you know, they're and they're very smart, and uh, they're but they're also suspicious. You know the ver- various traits of, of cats that's coming through and it's really interesting Mary you know how you you mentioned about uh, well maybe Steve needs to you know step back uh, I forget the words you yeah. use you know and I I got the four of swords which is literally about that
1: <laughs> wow.
0: in fact I got Steve I got two four cards including the uh, the four of Wands. Wands is fire. There's that passion energy. The swords, those are thoughts and ideas. And it, this is really interesting. I don't think I've ever had this happen, Mary. Uh, wait do you see the rest of the cards. So I get, I get the swords cards and this wands card and they're, they're both four. Four is structure in numerology and in tarot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so you would benefit from taking back. Uh, I think the, the message coming through here is if, if you would step back, Uh, think outside the box. This is, you know, the Four Swords is one of my thinking outside the box cards, okay, and just, you know, recharge, step back, look at the big picture, and then I get two Knight cards, and there's Swords and Wands, yet again, okay? So after you've done your recharging and your thinking and set up some kind of a structure, you're going to run with the single thought. So, so the, uh, the Knight of Swords, he's got a single sword. He's got that one thought and idea that he's latched onto, and he's rushing forward with it. And then the Knight of Wands, same thing. Okay, so this thought or idea, this idea needs to be something that you're passionate about. And so I think this is a message about going for something, but establishing the right foundation first with the four cards, and I've never had that where it was like, you know, two of the same cards, two suits, and then the same suits, and two of the same cards. Mm. Yeah, Now wow. the final, and then the final card is the eight of wands, okay? So, eight is abundance in numerology, and eight of wands is often, you know, these wands flying through the air. It, it's often things happening quickly, so... If you can establish the foundation, focus on the single idea that you're passionate about. Run with it. Things are going to happen really fast for you. It, I uh, think the message coming through from the, from the cats.
1: And another thing, look up cat medicine if you haven't. You know, and by that I mean like the 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 meaning um, of cats when they appear. And you know, oh yeah, there's lots of books out there also on the on the internet there's you know pages of stuff that comes from the books that are out there on that but that that can sometimes be useful as well too to get an idea of like symbolically you know what what all the cats can represent and different kinds of cats and also the color of the cats is something to pay attention to as well because colors have symbolic meaning too
0: okay i think i appreciate your help pretty much
1: Anna, yeah, thanks so much for calling and, and sharing this
0: with us. Yeah, enjoy the rest of your weekend, Steve. That was a, a, a cool one, too, because it was unusual. It was like, I'm dreaming yeah. of cats. <laughs> <laughs> I just cool. love that. I just love that. I'm going to go over real quick here to our channel, tarot today, and I'm going to see if I can grab this real quick here. Oh, this is not working. Why is this not working? Your channel. I'm trying to find um Sharona's show so I can grab the uh share link. I'm going to uh pop this in our chat Hi. for everybody. Here's the share link folks, you know, for uh Sharona's show. Join us in the chat here. Uh I'll be here, Mary might be in here tomorrow um and if we didn't get to your call today, remember you can call in to Sharona's show tomorrow. It's going to be her and her cards. You know, yeah. and- And maybe even get, uh, you know, a message from your spirit guides, ancestors, loved ones. Uh, You you know, we get the, this is the beginning of the thinning of the veil, as they say in October, leading up to Sam. Perfect (laughs) timing. Yeah. Tarot messages from heaven. Thanks for everybody for joining us in the chat. It was a nice lively chat here. Sorry if we didn't get to your question, but, you know, you can pop in the chat. And hey, you know, I'll be in here with my cards. So like uh while Sharona is talking about other things, you know, I could pull some cards for you here in the chat. And Mary too. Wow. whoever joins us, you know, let's have a fun fest on Magic Universe tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel, eleven AM Pacific, two PM Eastern. And uh right here on the YouTube channel. So that's it for this week. We'll be back next week, right, Mary? Yes, we will. <laughs> awesome sauce. Awesome sauce. Goodbye, everybody.
1: Bye.
0: Good night, Mary Ellen. Good
1: night, Tomboy.